Agenda-setting conversations of the day. There was a statement yesterday from the uh, department, uh, from the ministerial task team uh, that comes from the Department of Environment. And I had to to chuckle a little bit at some of the language that they used. They say they're inviting captive lion owners that wish to consider voluntary exit into confidential discussions on potential exit options and pathways. Let's see if we can put that into English, shall we? The chair of the committee is uh, Kamala Sen Chetty. Kamala Sen, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning to your listeners. If I, 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 I think that, that's English. <laughs> well, uh, let, 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 me, let me put it in easier English. If I've got a lion in my back garden and I don't want the lion anymore, I can come and talk to you, right? Yes, yes. And, and we will give you potential options to exit out of it. But... But let me get to it. The ministerial task team was appointed to identify and recommend voluntary exit uh, options and pathways. Even though it's a fairly complex industry, it has grown rapidly over a while, although it's stabilizing now. And this task team was established after recommendation by an extensive high-level panel discussion that looked at breeding and hunting of all of the wildlife. The panel recommended the closure of captive breeding sector, including the keeping of lions in captivity, and also the use of lion derivatives, in other words, the bones, the skins, and so on. So the two parallel processes. On the one hand, the department will have to give effect to this high-level panel decision, and it will have to follow the due process and ensure that it is legally compliant, it consults with stakeholders. Okay, let me put all of this sort of another way. I mean, from time to time, we keep hearing these stories about a wild big cats escaping, being a couple of tigers too. Um, This uh, this is actually regulated by provinces, I was amazed to discover in this process, and that in Gauteng, for example, there's very little regulation. I think provinces are probably going to tighten this up. And what you're trying to do is find a way to reduce the number of these animals being kept, and you think, well, some people are probably looking for a way out of it. I don't know what options there are, um, I mean, maybe in some cases the lion could be taken to the Kruger National Park or something. If it's a tiger, maybe you need to look at taking it to India. Um, and I realize there's very little that, that you can say, but are there options for the animals or would the animals actually have to be destroyed? Okay, the, the options are at threefold right, at this stage. So uh, the options for the lions itself, the options for vulnerable workers on these farms, and there are options that we're looking at for those who have invested in the sector and how we, trans, you know, how we transition out of the sector. So in essence, there are a couple of things that we're looking at. So one of them would be relocating some of the lines to safe havens. Others is repurposing the existing facilities. Uh, and this is all premised on proper veterinary examination, sterilization, and we want to prevent the growth. The notion of putting it into safe havens is uh, that lions will live off their li- uh, live through their lives, uh, and the animal welfare will be catered for, or their well-being will catered for for the remainder of their lives. So the, these are some of the options and a range of other options, but it's on a case by case basis, Stephen, because every uh, facility differs. Sure. And has anyone yeah. has anyone knocked on your door yet and said, "I've got a lion I want to get rid of"? Yes, <laughs> there are, and we're having some discussions. All of these are confidential because it's a very sure. competitive sure. industry sure. as well. That's what makes it quite complex. Uh, 
I mean, I think that provinces are going to change regulations. I mean, this is the moment, isn't it? If you've got a lion, if you've got a tiger, uh, if you, whatever it is, this is probably the, the moment to take this opportunity because the laws are probably going to change around you and your life's about to become a lot more complicated. Yes. I, I mean, there's that. Plus, the fact is beyond our control. So there's, a, you know, the international restrictions on exporting of lions, exporting of uh, lion trophies since 2019. There's been uh, there's no quota for export as a result of a court judgment. So we understand there's pressure on the industry. Some of them are, uh, you know, feeling this particular pressure. What we don't want happening is an uncontrolled way in which uh, a that industry closes down. There is abuse of lion. There's you know uh, workers are and vulnerable workers are affected. So hence the minister has been quite considerate and careful in establishing this team. And essentially, we're talking to a number of uh, you know lion facility owners to say, talk to us about exits, mm-hmm. and we'll look at your condition. We'll look at how we can assist you within the constraints and uh, give you a landing out of the industry. Let's transform that. Kamalesan, thank you. Kamalesan Chetty, uh, he is the person, if you uh, want to escape from your line before your line escapes from you, he's the person to contact. He's chair of the ministerial task team on the voluntary exit from the captive lion industry.